Welcome to Transparency and Truth, a safe space for growth-seeking women. Here, we reframe the narrative, rewrite the story, and move from stuck to successful in all ways for always. I am your host, Takenya Hampton, a growth and development coach helping you transform the relationship you have with yourself by releasing self-sabotaging beliefs and negative self-talk while leaving the prison of past mistakes and lessons to embrace the beauty of today and the days ahead. Here, we will have authentic, relatable conversations that include myself and other guests with fresh perspectives, ideas, and ways of doing things. Sometimes in the middle of the struggle, sometimes at the point of overcoming, but always an inspiration. The journey doesn't have a final destination, but we are here for the ride and ready to grow through it and not just go through it. Want to learn more about what we talk about on the show today? You can always meet me over at TakenyaHampton.com. Now let's get into today's show. Hey, hey, on today's episode, we are talking about the importance of overcoming fear. So there are numerous instances in life when it can be beneficial to allow fear to overcome you. Um, Fear as a motivator can help guide you in certain situations such as persisting to get your degree or even like pushing through that last rep in the gym. But what is not okay is letting fear stop you from living life to the fullest. And that's what I want to talk about today. So what is fear? Fear is an emotion that kicks in when there is seemingly a threat to your well-being, whether that threat is real or imagined made up all in your head, right? So this means that it is possible to feel fear even when you shouldn't. Fear is very useful to us as humans and it's really essential to our survival, but on the flip side, it can be harmful to our existence as well. It is uh, an essential response to physical and emotional danger. So If we didn't feel it, we couldn't protect ourselves from those things that are real threats. The problem comes when we allow fear in situations that are not actually dangerous or that we don't need to protect ourselves from. And allowing those fears in can stop us from experiencing amazing things and growing to our full potential. And really, We're here to grow, to continually evolve. So we have to keep fear in check so that we don't allow it to limit us, right? So let's talk about when fear is useful. So as humans, we are wired for self-preservation or protecting ourselves from harm or even death, right? We have learned in what is it, biology, anatomy, whatever, that the fight or flight response or a surge of adrenaline kicks in when we sense that there's a threat to our lives or our well-being, and that is what helps us to respond to potential threats. Fear forces us to focus on things that our instincts tell us require or need our attention. And this can be at work, it can be in a bad relationship, It can even be with health issues that may arise, right? So fear forces us into extreme focus and helps us to get rid of distractions. But when does fear not serve you? 
fear actually works against you when it is holding you back from your full potential and your greatness when there is not a real threat that is present. Um, it holds you back from growth and accomplishing things that you really want, need, or desire to accomplish for yourself. And it takes up mental space and bandwidth, which can lead to anxiety, exhaustion, and even a whole host of medical conditions that can transpire from like living in our heads in that way. So let's talk about a couple common fears that do not serve you and some things that you may not even have thought of as fears or things that are holding you back. And it's important to note that some fears reside solely in your head and do not actually impose a real and true threat to your life or your well-being. And that's where fear can limit you. These are the fears that are stopping you from greatness. And some of those examples include but are not limited to the list that I'm about to present to us here. So the first one on the list is a fear of public speaking. So this can limit your ability to have an impact on your community, to have an impact on other people's lives, to find um, a bit of fulfillment that comes with being able to share your knowledge and share your message. Um, fear of people, that can leave you unable to focus in unfamiliar social settings. So that could stop you from even attending events that would be beneficial to you um, or being open to new experiences, which is also a way that you limit yourself. Like new experiences bring on new thoughts, new feelings. It expands us in new and different ways. Um, then there's a fear of strangers or like a fear of interaction with new people. And for some of us, this can be so debilitating that it keeps us from being able to have friendships and have close relationships. And that's something that is essential to the soul. Like we need community. We need people around us that get us, that love us, that support us, that we are also able to do those things for. And having a fear of interacting with new people or different people limits you from having that opportunity and experience. Um, then there can be like a fear of authority. And this is one that people probably don't think about much, but this can make it hard for you to speak up for yourself in situations with people who you perceive as being over you. So this could be in parental relationships. This could be in management relationships in the workplace. This could be, you know, if you're a student and you are in a teacher-student relationship, um, that can limit you from being able to stand up and assert yourself in times that are needed, which ultimately are essential to your growth, essential to your experience as a human being. Like you have um, a right, a need to stand up for yourself. And so if you have that fear of authority, it can limit your opportunities as well if you're not willing to, to speak up for yourself. Then there's the fear of losing out, FOMO, right? We all have a bit of FOMO, but some people have it like so consuming that it can really cause you to make irrational decisions. It can cause you to invest time in things that do not serve you. It can lead to exhaustion. Like when you're trying to keep up with everything and everyone and, you know, all of the things that are happening, 
that is something that can hold you back from giving your attention to things that are serving you or giving your attention to things that you actually need for fulfillment and existence. Um, fear of losing out is a huge fear that impacts so many of us on a day-to-day -day basis. Then there's the fear of failure. Um, this one is the one that stops you from even starting new things that what if I fail in the back of your mind? So you don't even put forth an effort to get started because you're worried about what the failure of it will look like or feel like or what people will think. Um, you have your fear of loss. So like this can cause you to hold on to things and even relationships so tightly and even cause you to potentially become possessive and controlling because you're trying to keep your grips on something or someone. Then there's the fear of change. So this is one that can be so limiting because it causes you to stay in your comfort zone or even become anxiety filled with changes that are outside of your control. So for some people, the fear of change and things being different can lead to panic attacks, anxiety attacks, um, all of those types of things. And on a, I don't want to say on a smaller level, but on a different level, it can cause you to not try new things because you just want to stay with what you know. And that's so limiting in your growth process, right? Then there's um, the next two, which are actually ego-based fears. And that's the fear of judgment which causes you to worry about what others think, leaving you unable to fully be yourself around other people or leaving you unable to fully connect with other people. Um, then there's the fear of humiliation, which is also based in the ego, which can cause you to feel that everyone is focusing on you and cause you to have debilitating anxiety, leaving you unable to speak up and even interact with other people. And those two are um, based in ego, like they are worried about preserving or saving you from embarrassment or saving you from judgment, which really, you know, what other people think of you is really none of your business. And if you are living your life concerned about what other people are thinking, then you are not fully being what you want to be or doing what you want to do, which is limiting your full capacity to live out in your truth and desires and, you know, all of the things that you want for yourself. Um, then you have fears like the fear of growing old. And this can limit your ability to live life and cause you to be overly critical about your appearance and even your mental changes. And this is probably one of those ones that we really don't think about. So like when you are denying how old you are or constantly trying to go back to um, the younger version of yourself and things like that, like there are different stages in life that happen and there are different ages for a reason. We aren't meant to be the same in our 30s as we were in our 20s. So 30s isn't the new 20s. 30s is just that. It's your 30s. 40s isn't the new 30s. 40s is your 40s. And there's beauty in each of those stages of life. And when you have a fear of growing older, you limit your ability to transform and really embrace the changes that are happening as you receive the gift of growing older. Because really getting older is a gift. Uh, the alternative is not getting older and that means that you're no longer here, right? So um, another fear is the fear of being alone, 
which can cause you to end up in romantic relationships and even friendships that are manipulative and unhealthy because you hold on to relationships um, that feel safe, even if they aren't in the capacity of like manipulation and even sometimes physical harm, the comfort zone space can leave you staying in those relationships or those friendships because you'd rather have someone than no one. And then lastly on my list is the fear of being hurt. So this can cause you to not be able to fully show up in relationships and connect with others because you fear that someone else is going to hurt you or not um, care for you in the way that you need to be cared for or handled. And so it limits your ability to let people get close to you. And there's other fears that are impacting us on different levels, but this is just a, a list of some of the fears that you may or may not be dealing with or even know that you're dealing with that I wanted to point out. And it's important to first address these things and recognize them and then figure out the help that you need in order to overcome them. And why is it important to overcome your fears? It's simple. It's because it limits your potential uh, you can never escape fear. So if you don't overcome them, they will always overcome you. They will always exist and they will always plague your thoughts, your actions, your reactions. Um, they will impact your relationships. They will they, they can take over your whole life and your whole existence. And then lastly, they take up energy like fear takes up space. It just is that simple. Fear takes up space. And even what it holds you back from takes up mental space because then you overthink things. You're thinking, oh, what if I had done that? Or, you know, you start envying people who are doing the things that you wish you would or could do, but you're not doing. Like it takes up a massive amount of energy. And we oftentimes don't really realize that cycle that we're in of, you know, being sucked up by our fears. So um, I just wanted to end today by talking about a couple of ways or a couple of tips for overcoming your fears because it has to be done. If you want to live life to your full potential, if you want to grow into a new being um, continuously because the growth journey, it just does not end. Uh, you are going to have to overcome fears. You're going to have to identify and overcome those things that are holding you back. So here are just a couple quick tips for overcoming fears. Uh, determining what the root of your fear is. And that's like doing the drill down of, um, so I am scared of losing uh, my children when they get older. That's not true for me, but I'm just throwing it out there as an example. So if I said, okay, well, why is that? Because I know that when they grow up, they're probably going to hurry up and move out and then they're going to forget about me. Well, why do I think that they're going to forget about me? Because maybe I was too strict on them when they were growing up. And so when they are able to get out and have freedom, they're just going to run towards freedom and away from me. Why would they run away from me? Because they might feel like I don't love them. And so then they are going to try and go find somebody that does love them. And so drilling down those things, you get to the root of the fear. So you are worried that your kids are thinking that they don't love you, that you don't love them, and that they are going to go to find someone else to love and forget about you. So 
you have to think about, is it a rational fear or is it a fear based in what ifs? And this is still under getting to the root of the fear. So for example, fear of failure is an example of a fear that is based on what ifs. Fear of a bear is a rational fear, like a bear can cause harm. So yes, we wanna do things to stay away from bears. That doesn't mean that you don't go camping. It means that you do the research necessary about the area that you're gonna be camping in. You take the necessary precautions to protect yourself in the event that a bear arises. And then you also take the necessary precautions or have an understanding of what you are supposed to do if you are faced with a bear, right? But that is a rational fear. When you talk about fear of failure, it's like, what if I fail? Or when you talk about the example of your kids leaving you and not loving you anymore, it's like, well, what if they leave and don't love me anymore? It's not rational. It's something that's in your head and you don't know that that is the thing that is definitively going to happen. So then the next thing uh, in terms of overcoming fear is determining your why. So what is your motivation and what is depending on your growth and change? So if you are worried about your kids uh, growing up and leaving and finding somebody else to love, it could cause you to have like a fear of being alone which may manifest in your life as you being more controlling with your kids, being manipulative with your kids and trying to um, do things to keep them around, which in turn, if you think about it, fulfills the thing that you're, you're scared of. So the more you try to control things, the more you manipulate things, the more likely it is that your kids may actually run away from you. So fear is crazy in that it can manifest itself to be real which then makes you feel validated in that fear but if your sole desire is to have a relationship with your children into their adult years and to be a part of their adult lives then you have to think about how do I operate from that standpoint how do I operate and ensure that I have that relationship with my children when they get older and I get to be present in the lives of my children my grandchildren and you know those that come after you right so then um that leads me into the third tip for overcoming your fear is when you have fear that is based in what ifs evaluate the benefits of overcoming that fear so you can do that by making like a pros and cons list and then evaluating the pros against the cons and thinking about what would happen for you if you actually overcame the fear and so when you sit down, you have to be like really real with yourself making this list. And you may even need some help from like close loved ones or even a therapist. Like overcoming fear is one of the best things to work through with a therapist, a non-biased person that can help you navigate your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and also reinforce those things with um, positivity and different ways of, of thinking about the fears, right? So in addition to that, um, one last tip is working on increasing your confidence. So you have to be confident in the fact that you can overcome your fears. And the only way to really be confident or increase confident is to do things that show you that you are capable. So you have to rule out doing nothing about it 
as an option. Oh, well, this is it. This is all I can do. Nothing's going to change. The reality is nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you don't make any changes, then the way that that fear is showing up in your life is not going to change. And action builds confidence, even in failure. Because even in failure, when you do something, if you look at it in the right way, you typically can learn a lesson from a failure to keep going, which means you pick yourself up and you do the thing again, now equipped with the knowledge of how you went wrong the last time and what you can do differently. And you have to ultimately decide that you want to be confident and that you want to live your fullest life more than you are afraid. And this is why it is so important to overcome your fears. There is a whole world out there that you can impact, that you can change, that you can provide impact to in only the way that you can. And you can't do that if you are letting yourself be limited by fear. And so today, I just wanted to impart on you the importance of overcoming your fears, give you some encouragement about how you can go about overcoming those fears and give, it, give you some words of encouragement to move forward with. And in this season one of the Transparency and Truth podcast, we are going to be talking about all things, so many things around fear. And I hope that you tune in to those episodes and that you see ways that you can change, improve, and live a much more fulfilling life greater than you ever imagined. And that's it for today's show, guys. I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Transparency and Truth. It was my pleasure to talk to you about fears, and I hope that you got something from that, something that sparks something in you to realize that there are things that you are ready to do and work that you are willing to start to improve your overall life and experiences. If you'd like to join the conversation, check out the Join the Conversation link found in today's show notes. There you can share what you loved most or what you got out of the show today and or answer any of the following questions. So the first question is, how is fear showing up in your life and what is it limiting you from doing these days? Um, Another question that comes from today's show is, what fears may be impacting you that you did not even realize were an issue for you? Let's talk about it over in the conversation. Click the join the conversation link in the show notes and continue the conversation. If you want to stay in touch, you can follow me over on Instagram at Takenya Brown Hampton or on Twitter at Takenya Hampton. If you are interested in trying to figure out what is the starting point, like how do I even start? Where do I even begin? And you want someone to help navigate that space with you, head over to TakenyaHampton.com and check out the coaching services that I provide. I would love to partner with you as you start to unpack uh, overcoming your fears. Be sure to tune into next week's episode and until then continue to grow for it friends.